0: You know, take your time. Make sure this right. We so quick we over 30 to get married to anybody. Take your time, girlfriend. Yes, if you stay me. in a prayer, if you stay, and if you unclog
1: your ear. The thing that
0: allowed
2: Elijah to move was an encounter with God. You wanna get this crap off your life, you get an encounter with God and start to hear his voice. Ask him to start to open up your ear, to hear Come on, he of the spirit the Lord is saying.
0: About tonight, friends, listen to me. If you have never joined us in Girlfriend Talk, you are in for a treat. So listen, I'm your girl, Brandy. I'm the host and creator of the Spoken truth Talk Show. In case you don't know, however, I have some guest co-hosts on tonight, and they're bringing heat. They bring in fire. They both have been on this show. Actually need have been on here about numerous times, but Dr. Fiola was on a show with women in business. And so these ladies, if you watch, if you one of our super duper Uber friends, you know about these women of God that's about to join me on this platform. So i need you guys to go ahead and share share with all of your friends okay go ahead and hit the like button if you on youtube go ahead and subscribe if you're on facebook go ahead and follow and hit the bell notification so you can know when we're on and popping every week on fridays at 7 p.m mountain 8 p.m central 9 p.m eastern standard time the spoken truth is on live okay and we need your support our friends so i need you to go ahead Tell all your friends about us. Tell them that Girlfriend Talk is now live. Come on and join, because guess what? We have the virtual couch open tonight. So we want you to join in on the topic. Even if you don't have a lot to say, we want you to just say, hey, listen, I agree or I disagree. That's it, you can hang up after that. (laughs) But listen, we want y'all to be all up in here tonight, log in, and if I don't look right to see if someone actually joined, that's okay just hold on because I'm gonna let you in. Okay. So tonight is so major because we, these, us three been up under major attacks. I mean, under major attacks. Okay. So the enemy, he's so mad because of the fruit that's about to be produced. And because we're coming for the kingdom of hell, we shutting down every demonic activity that has been raising H-E double hockey stick against God's people. And we're speaking truth. We're not playing with the devil one tonight. I'm all fired up and I know my girls are too so listen y'all ready y'all ready all right so listen I'm about to bring in the ladies of girlfriend talk these are my friends okay and super duper uber friends so let me just go ahead and let them in hey friends listen i am so excited guys i'm so excited one that we are this is the first episode of girlfriend talk for season three and then i have my favorites let me just tell you guys a little bit about dr fiola dr fiola does everything listen she coach <laughs> she does so many different things in a community she loves the community and nevertheless she is a nurse she's on board she's in high places on the board so she know a lot about what's going on and nevertheless she's a woman of god a woman of faith apostolic prophetic woman of god and she loved declaring truth so dr Fiola, hey hey girl,
3: hey, all our audience out there tonight you are in for a treat there's gonna be some tea dropped up in here Whew. glory glory depressed
0: come on <laughs> it's, y'all already you see it that, that's what i'm saying go ahead and share now revelation so, got to come up in here just like said, we've been under attack look i had to pray
1: and
3: i fell asleep while i was praying So you know it was real because god had to speak to me in my dream. so yeah mm.
1: so, so i'm listen, honored
3: and
0: delighted to be with you all tonight i'm excited because i thank you for your yes and nevertheless Hey, Juanita! Y'all already know I super duper uber uber friend. She never missed a season. She know more about the shows than I do. Juanita is a teacher. I'm talking a prophetic teacher. She's been a teacher naturally and also spiritually. She she teaches, she trained children. She's a doula. She's a child care teacher. She also have her degree in child care education. She know what she's talking about and she have many kids. I'm just saying. So she knows what she's talking about. But she's on fire for God. She loves God. And also she's my, she's my prayer warrior she's also our admin of the spoken truth and so i just want to just just praise her and lift her up in the spirit because i know what she has to go through to be an admin on the show and then also with that being said she also our intercessor so i appreciate her so much nita hey
2: friend hey guys i'm so excited about season three spoken truth girlfriend time whoop whoop Welcome back! Thank you for continuing to watch, and thank you for supporting us and continue to support us. Girlfriend talk is, of course, my favorite to do. So. You see,
0: she got the T-shirt yes. on. You see, you see what I'm saying? See what I'm saying, Doctor Fiola? She the ride or die type. Ride or die. <laughs> Well, we ready. We on fire tonight. Let's go. We ready. So listen, guys. We we're done with the introductions. We ready to get into this. Before we get into this, I cannot. I cannot not say what's up to all of our friends. So we have DeTavia in the building. Y'all already know who DeTavia is. She's with Millennial Speak. The show is next week, August the sixth. It's their premiere of the second the. Third season, so therefore, watch it. Datavia is in the building. We have Lisa Jean in the building. That's our super duper friend. Y'all know her, she won super friend last season so she shows up no matter what she can be at work she gonna tune in also we have natalie taylor all the way from jamaica she's watching girlfriend talk with the girls natalie taylor is my business coach she's off the chain whatever you do go ahead and follow her because she can take that business higher and she's also a super friend she won last month last look I'm last month she won last season super friend with Nita and Lisa Jean so also we have prophetess janelle doctor prophetess janelle l bird in a building you guys hey let me tell you something she trained us up and she's a powerful woman of god she play no games with the devil's kingdom she's shutting it down she's very powerful i love her doctor let me i said doctor you might as well get your doctor wanda spencer because i was about to say doctor <laughs> Men her belong to the same church she's in a building i love her so much and then we have my husband my fine husband my my supporter my best best friend let me tell you he's in the building he played no games when it come to his wife he came more and he came here and prayed for him like let me pray before you begin so that's my covering i love him so much that's my boo thing so i had to give shout outs to my husband i have jody in the building i love you jody she's becoming a super friend we might have to give her the super friend award what i need a jody is on here she stays on here and then and then my husband said oh we see i gotta keep focused honey we're about to start girlfriend talk I can't read, read no more. No more. I can't read no more. I see. y'all. He cutting up. I don't know if y'all. I ain't even going to put it on the screen. I'm not. He cutting up. And so, listen, we have some off the chain topics. Listen, friends, when we hit that button and say call in, I need y'all to call in. OK, I need y'all to talk about these subjects. And I even threw in an extra one. If we have time and they don't know about it, they're going to kill me. And so on tonight. <laughs> I threw in the extra when they don't know. It's so funny. (laughs) And so listen, you guys go ahead and share with all your friends. Please do that real fast. Go ahead and share. Um, On tonight, we got some topics that's not so fun. So that's why I need y'all prayer warriors to be praying, because we're going to talk about some things that people don't like to talk about. It's some touchy subjects, but we're going to deal with it tonight, but we're going to back it up by the word of God. okay? And so on tonight, a few topics that we will talk about. Um, these people that's on the screen, as you can see, we're going to talk about these subjects. And so guys, I need y'all to be praying and Dr. Fiola, I did not mean for that to cover your face. Um, but that's how it is when you're doing your it's own production. Good. Um, <laughs> she's like, it's our good friend. I know. I know you do not care about that. You like girl, please. I do not care. Let's bring it. And that's how she is. So anyway, we have a few topics and I'm going to try to fix it while we're talking. We have a few topics we want to talk about. One, we want to talk about the Haitian president, as you see on my left. And also we want to talk about Frankie. This subject right here is very dear to my heart. Um, We're not going to really go into it too deep, um, but we want to talk about Frankie Lyons. If you know her, that's Keisha Cole's mother and she just passed away. And it affected everyone, okay? And so it definitely affected me because of her story. And then also a very touchy subject to Juanita. So all three of these subjects is touchy to us. So t- Frankie's, and then we have the Haitian president. I want to say his name right, uh, Juvenal. Jovenel. Jovenel, see, you see. <laughs> she's, from, she's from Haiti, by the way. So she even no, had the accent. You know, see, see what I'm saying? That's why I ain't going to say it. I'm just saying Haitian hey, president and let her do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the little baby that you see, um, baby Zion. This this subject is like really really dear to Juanita. And so as you know that she is an educator, she worked in child care for several years, over twenty years in child care. And so we're gonna talk about these subjects, but we really wanna bring revelation to these subjects. So y'all y'all ready on tonight? I hope y'all are. Bring it. Bring it. So the very first subject, and I wanted to do this subject first. I went back and forth. If which subject I'm going to do, because all of them is something. Okay. But instead of me starting with any other subject, I want to start with the Haitian president. And so the commentator on tonight uh, would be Dr. Fiola. Um, as you know, she is from Haiti. And so she has so much insight, but also she's not biased in a way where, oh, you know, she just going to do that because no, she bring the truth because she knows God. And so I cannot wait to have her to school us She's a, I mean, listen, she's a well-educated individual. She schooled me so much on this topic earlier. I was like, whoa. And so as you guys know, what happened to um, the president from Haiti, um, if you saw it on the news, um, he was murdered. And so a lot of things has unraveled. Um, So I just will want to just shut up and I myself just want to pass the uh the mic (laughs) to Dr. Fiola and tell us about this story first tell us uh tell the people where you're from and then tell them about the story and what happened to the Haitian president
3: well, once again, I thank Brandy for allowing me to be on this platform and her co-host Juanita. It is a great opportunity to be with you all today. Anytime my girl call, you know, I can't say no. So I'm just excited to be here because I know God mm. always shows up and shows out when we connect. But unfortunately this month has been a very trying month for mm. all of the Haitian community. Whether you live in Haiti, you're in the diaspora, your first, second, third, fourth generation, you got mm. you got the Haitian culture, blood running in you. You are affected one way, shape or form. So I am Dr. Faila Delica once again. I reside out of Florida where I was born and raised. And being first generation Haitian American, this has been such a travesty on all levels. Not only a travesty in the sense that I almost was going to be in Haiti the day before this all took place. I would have probably been stuck there for a couple of days. But the simple fact of how this all came to be, this uh, president, President Jovenel Moise was assassinated about July 7th. They say about 1 a.m. So between 1 and 2 a.m. This is when all this occurred in his private home. He was in his private home with him, his wife, and his two children. But they have a total of three kids. And there was a lot of shooting going on before the mercenaries invaded their home and assassinated him and wounded his wife. His kids were not affected. They were hiding in a bathroom. But what is bringing the challenges of this situation is it is like It's like watching uh or going to a dinner where they have the mystery uh, mystery murder dinners because you're trying to figure out who's all involved in this uh it has unraveled to understand uh, understanding what happened that fatal night Uh, Because what they're saying is that none of his security people, none of those who are supposed to protect him were either killed, uh, affected, you know, any kind of way. They weren't attacked or they weren't in harm's way. The only people who were actually kind of um, tied up or had some kind of threat to their life were the individuals who were in the home. So I guess like the, the servants are the caretakers. And so as he dies, you know, the challenge is we had two constitutions. We had a constitution of 1987 and we had a constitution of 2012. For all those don't know about Haiti, Haiti is the first black republic in the world mm. to win independence in 1804. But the challenge is way back in the 1700s, they were fighting for their imp- independence between the French, because before the island was called Hispaniola. So it was two different names. And then the slaves, when they uh, won their independence, they changed it from His- Hispanol to IET. And so when they did that, their colonizer was the French on that side, but on the side where Dominican Republic is, as we know now, were um, colonized by the Spanish. But at one point, the Spanish colonized the whole island. Then the French came and they got their portion. And then the slaves that revolted came from different parts of Africa and also Mm. some say there was a, a gentleman named Bookman who actually came from Jamaica. He was he was considered supposedly an African slave who had some kind of royalty or a king in his in his bloodline and they took him from Jamaica to Haiti because he was causing so much challenges in Haiti. I mm. mean in Jamaica so he came and he met a woman who helped him understand about you know being strategic and they all came together and they wanted to uh, defeat their colonizers, which they did. They defeated Napoleon the Great, which was one of the greatest armies in the world. Mm. And it happened in the Northern part of the country and the fort is still there, it's called Citadel in okap the northern part of the country Mm. so i give that backstory because this is what some of the challenges that haiti has been facing because when the slaves were able to revolt and when their independence they were not recognized they were not recognized not even by france or the united Mm. states or all the big countries back then but what france said france said if you want to truly have your independence you have to pay for it so it's uh, about 50 billion dollars or million dollars don't quote me because it depends on which report that you read because of you know inflation and, and calculating for how much it would cost today but it took over a hundred and something years so about 1940s give or take is when Haiti paid off independence so from 1804 to about a hundred and something years it took them that long to wow. pay off it to be recognized as an independent country so not only did that bring so many challenges in that particular time because there's predatory loans so they were getting all these loans and all these different money being charged 30 percent or higher apr rate in order to be able to try to get the country running but they couldn't because not only were they were trying to survive they still had to pay off this debt so once mm. they paid off this debt you know uh, haiti is quoted as the poorest country in the western hemisphere which wow. statistics so to speak say it is but not really and it's always been coined that way. It's like from generation to generation, generation. It's always that's the phrase. Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere, mm. but people don't realize that Haiti has rich soil. Yeah. And then we go yeah. back to 1915 when the U.S. occupied. And the reason why I'm giving this backstory is for people. No, we understand. want you to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is not perplexed just by international and in, you know, uh, involvement, it really has a historical understanding of why the country is considered to still be going through these challenges. Yes, it's plagued with corruption, yes, mm-hmm. it's plagued with poverty, yes, it's plagued, you know, a lot of the, the masses, which are usually uneducated individuals. The illiteracy rate is very low, the predominant. Official language is French, but they had to fight in order to get Haitian Creole because Mm. that's how the bourgeoisie or the elite were able to bring the division of class. It's because if you spoke French, you were, you know, more highly respected if you are light color. So there's colorism, there's sexism, there's ageism, and there's classism that takes place in Haiti. People don't realize that because it's uh, a Caribbean island and they think that, you know, it's it's an Mm. equal playing field, but it really is not. So with all those child This president dies. There was there's no official constitution because the 2012 constitution was still being ratified. Mm. But Mm. not only that, the prime minister before the president died, a few days before uh the president died, he had a prime minister named Dr. Claude Joseph. But he had fired Dr. Claude Joseph to have Dr. Ariel Henry become Mm. prime minister. So this his um his swearing in, our installation into the office, was to take place on July the seventh, but unfortunately, it did not because the president was assassinated in the middle of the
0: night. My and God, so who did it?
3: How did it happen? And who funded it? That is like the big because they're saying that it's uh, a gentleman by Dr. Christian Sanon who was that's in Miami, uh, Florida. Correct. They said he's from Haiti, but he was residing in Miami, Florida. Uh, not sure where he got his doctoral. They say he must have been a doctor. I'm not sure what kind in Haiti, but he was also, as they said, And I'm just going by the the research and the information, quote unquote, he was a pastor as well. So they had this meeting back in June or July or a few months, excuse me, a few months prior to this all taking place. And supposedly this meeting was to talk about how to bring Haiti to a new light, new leadership. So Mr. Dr. Sannon eventually saw himself becoming president. So he built this team. They had this meeting. Money was invested into this project.
1: So Mm. that's where they're
3: saying that's how they were able to hire the Colombian, um, the Colombian ex-military gentleman, because a lot of them were very well trained and very high, you Mm. know, like Navy SEAL type equivalent to what the United States has. Mm -hmm. So now that people are saying, okay, it can't just be this doctor. He can't be the mastermind to bring this all. Yeah. So now what's happening, fast forward to the updates for today, is that many top officials are being arrested and questioned. But the challenge is some of those mm. who have been arrested or, or been sought to be questioned are not showing up. Mm. So why would you not show up if you have nothing to do with it? But, but I digress because this is a very sensitive topic. You know, I won't go into all the de- nitty gritty details. And, and, let me,
0: and let me say this before you say that. This is mm. the reason that I'm so glad she was on here because when mm. it's something that I don't know what I'm talking about, I'm not even going to force it. I want people that know what they're talking about to come on as an expertise. And because this is sensitive, okay, this is very, very sensitive, I wanted her to come on here and me and Nita pull back because it's sensitive and she knows what can be said and what can't be said. And so I thank you, Dr. Fiola, because I know that this is a whole nother level that I can't say on here, but we can't. You know, we have to kind of tread lightly. But what you have just said all by itself was another level. Okay, I mean, all of the insight going all the way back to 1807 to now, 1804 to now, that's amazing. And so my quick, I, I just got a quick question for you. No worries. Mm-hmm. Because I saw where his lovely wife, which she's like, y'all, like the most beautiful lady that you can ever, ever just see as a first lady, as a could be, you know, a future president, you know. <laughs> but um just word on the street. Word on the street. You know, she may be stepping up. That's what I'm talking about, Deborah. We talked about Deborah on Commons with the Costellos part one. And so um, I just want to talk about this and let me um, not have this up. But can you tell us um, a little bit more about the incident when they came in, you know, and about the wife? Because I read up on it and me, you talked about it, but how she survived so let's talk about that
3: okay so today the update of this whole scenario is that she has been interviewed Uh, the interview I believe was by New York Times if I'm not mistaken that was released today Uh, so she's the wife they've been married for 25 years her name is Martine Moise and so what happened was they heard shooting outside the private their private residence um, until the point, I guess, it was going over a period of time. So the president had called his top security officials, which those are the individuals that are either questioned or arrested. And, um, based on the, the couple of the articles that I've read, he you know, called a few of them. I'm not going to call their names. Uh, you can do your own research. He called his top of security officials. They did not, uh, for whatever reason, they said they couldn't get on the scene quick enough because they were held up or there was some kind of road blockage getting to his private residence. So he heard some um, some shootings, so he called for help. While he called for help, he told his wife to hide. So they hid under the bed, but because he's a very tall, skinny man, his feet were hanging out from one of the articles um, that tells about this, that evening. And so as they were hiding, they heard uh, someone bum rush into their bedroom. And of course, um, while they're laying there on the floor, trying to hide, of course, they find out they were hiding under the bed. And so what they did was, um, One of the articles said they came in and they were speaking in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So they weren't speaking French, they weren't speaking Creole. So we already kind of identified that they were not of Haitian descent. So, and supposedly these are the Colombian mercenaries. So they came in They were uh, first looking for paper, whatever paper they were trying to find, they found in his desk. But while uh, they were doing that, they were speaking to someone over the phone. Mm. So while they were speaking to whoever it was over the phone, as they were looking for papers, when they identified who the president was, then they said kill him. But if you go back to the meeting that I told you that took place months ago, supposedly all this was supposed to arrest him or question him or make him go to exile it was never supposed to assassinate him supposedly from what the reports have said but at some point the whole plan or the whole whatever you want to call it, it changed it changed and mm-hmm. so when they got the okay to say yes because you know they were Colombian to identify if that was the president that's when they shot him so supposedly they shot him in 12 his time. house
0: and this in is, is a president
3: that have tons of guards tons of guards and, and so, they're trying to figure out, so where were they? What happened? How yeah. come, you know, he made, I think it's a, one article said about 10 minutes. Within a total of 10 minutes, he was calling different people for help. And they were telling him they're on their way or they've, they've called whoever needed to be called in order to make it there. So, unfortunately, from one of the articles that I read, they didn't get there till after 2 a.m. So, supposedly, some articles are saying it happened at 1 a.m. Some articles are saying that he made his first call at 1.39 a.m. So as they shot him 12 times, they shot his wife about three times. She was shot in her arms, of course, her right arm is in a sling. Uh, She had to get surgery. She left, she came back. She actually came back on Wednesday. So she's back here somewhere in the United States with her children. as far as him, supposedly what they said he was shot 12 times. They shot him in his eye. They broke his arm and they broke his leg. Some people said that you know they um, did that and torture him to get some answers from him. But some articles are saying they didn't have a communication with him. They just shot him because they only speak Spanish. So after this occurs, uh, the the first lady, his widow, Martine Moise, she played dead. And so that's what the, um, the, the uh, interview that she had is telling us that she played dead. She, you know, so they can think that she was dead because I guess they wanted to make sure that not only he was dead, but she was dead as well. So when she played dead because she had blood in her mouth, she was shot a few times. You know, she closed her eyes to look like she was dead. And once mm. they left, you know, they, their assignment was to kill the president, get whatever documents they were looking for, and they fled the home. When they fled the home, that's when the wife was able to. I don't know; if she actually got up, or she kind of got her body into the hallway, or whatever. And like I said, her children were safe; they were hiding in the bed, um, the bathroom. But this whole happened because they said the DEA was on on the on, on the ground, so that's why they're saying. Um, the um his guards did not retreat uh his guards did not you know do any uh retaliation or attack or fire back because supposedly it was a dea project or um you know plan or whatever Mm. so that's what we are so the community the haitian community were asking a lot of questions but it leaves us to now uh recently the former the prime minister who was in position Dr. Claude Joseph, he stepped down because there was an internal power struggle because what happened based on the Haitian constitution that um, if the president died, it's the prime minister. Uh, and if it's and don't quote me because I'm not um, a poly- political science or an attorney or a historian, mm-hmm. but they are a constitutional lawyer. So based on the uh, the Constitution, it's supposed to be three different people in line. It's supposed to be the prime minister. It's supposed to be the president of the Senate or the chief judge. The mm-hmm. chief judge died of COVID a few months ago. The president of the Senate is a, is a ineffective. Uh, parliament because a lot of them their term expired so there was only mm. 10 actually left in the parliamentarian so for about two years there was no election so let me so ask tra-
0: you something because they mm-hmm. tried to say that his term was right. over as well so go ahead yes they well, try- they've been that. trying to get him out but go ahead yeah they've been trying to get him out for two years
3: but based the challenge is Based on how you read the constitution, which I'm not sure why it was so difficult because I mean you got well-educated people in Haiti and, and as scholars around the world who understand the Haitian constitution, but neither here nor there, his term was supposed to be up in February of this year. So February, 2021 was when his, his presidency was supposed to be over. But based on how they read it, depending on when he actually took office, et cetera, et cetera, because he's supposed to have five years. So for mm-hmm. him, he was saying that his presidency ends next year. So that's Mm -hmm. why uh, there's challenges of having a real election and putting people in office, people were fired, people replaced, people resigned, whatever, people died. And so now, because there was a turmoil between these two prime ministers, no true government, no constitution, uh, that was, uh, you know, between those two, they were still uh, debating, okay, is the 1987 still effective and valid because the 2012 uh, constitution was not fully formed and ratified, and so, Um, uh, The former Mm. prime minister, Dr. Joseph, he steps down to allow Dr. Henry to take place. So this happened, I think, a day or two before the actual memorial of the president Mm. that Dr. Henry took place. He formed his government. Now the new government is in place. It's backed up by the international community. But the challenge for the Haitian community, especially the diaspora, we are the ones that really help to financially support Haiti because we send about uh, about three billion dollars a year because Mm. a lot of people still wire money to their family back home because the family in Haiti are depending on the ones here in the United States, in France, uh, in other countries where there's a, a, you know, where Haitians tend to migrate in order to help them to get their basic needs. So now um, the challenge is with the Haitian diaspora, it's up in the loop as what is our role? How, uh, how involved and effective can we be from a political process, not yeah. from financial, not from economical, but how do we actually get our voices heard? so the new constitution 2012 states that you can have dual citizenship the 1987 constitution did not allow that. So the 2012 constitution allows you to get dual citizenship and you can get it one of two ways. If you are a native and you were born in Haiti, you can apply for dual citizenship, meaning you don't have to give up one of your nationals. Uh, in the old, in the former constitution, you had to give up. So if you were Haitian and you came to the United States and you wanted to become a US citizen, you had to forego your Haitian passport.
4: So Haitian let, me
0: you, let me ask you this. And and, you know, you, you know, I know you will answer this, but what what would a dual membership, how would that help? I think
3: it depends. And that's what the conversation is, because there's been a lot of groups uh, that have been fighting for dual citizenship. So when I recently found out that it is possible with this 2012 Constitution, now the question is, as a diaspora, when we get the dual citizenship, how how much uh, involvement does it give? Does it allow us to vote? Like in the United States, if you live overseas, you can still vote by absentee ballot, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Or will people have to go to Haiti to actually vote? You know, how much say so can we have in the political process? How much say so can we have in infrastructure? We're mm-hmm. already investing businesses there. We're already involved. You know, a lot of people have nonprofits there. People have ministries there. People have businesses there that go back and forth. But as a diaspora as a whole, because we do have someone in the government that represents us, they called the Minister of Haiti living abroad and that's abbreviated MOV but to how MOV has been uh functioning it's it's more like a spokesperson for the diaspora but the diaspora as a whole is requesting that we're more we have more of a say so especially from a political infrastructure process
0: so first girl wow that's all I can say um I love what you I know that we couldn't talk about a lot of things but I truly thank God for what you have stated. And listen, I, I just want to tell everyone, pray for Haiti. The yes. things, go and do this research. The things that I saw, the, the you know, even things from Dr. Uh, Fiolison and just things that I just researched on my own, it was a lot. I literally was burdened. To, I, I was so burdened that I had to pray. That's how much if you research, you can't do nothing but pray and have Haiti on your heart. This has been a daily prayer since we talked about this. I, I literally said, Fred, I think we need to talk about this. Like, this is a lot. Let's talk about this. Um, she was coming on the show before we even knew that we was talking about this. So this is not a you know a coincidence thing. This is definitely God. And so that's a lot of information about haiti and so we want to pray we want to support you guys i just want to stand in agreement with you I saw my Jamaican friends. Hold on, need. I saw my Jamaican friends on here and they was just really uh, Natalie was dropping so many nuggets saying Haiti was originally the richest nation in the western hemisphere. Uh, Come Na- the Pearl of the Antilles. Come on. And and Natalie said Jamaicans got their strategy for revolutionary from Haitians and we live yes. we love our brothers and sisters. Um, yes. All the things that she was saying on here. Thank you, Natalie. Thank you for tuning in. She's from Jamaica. She actually in Jamaica right now uh, wow. doing a retreat. So I definitely want to introduce you to um, I think y'all have a good time and conversation. Awesome. Um, and so, Nita, go ahead. You had something to say.
2: I wanted to um, ask Dr. Fiola if she can um, touch a little bit on the situation with Biden um, turning back.
0: Um, well, it was a new update today. That's why I didn't even talk about it. But you can go ahead, Dr. Fiola, if you want to talk about that. Well, you know, there.
3: ah, I'm trying to find the best way because I have a difference of opinion of this whole process. But the challenge is when we look at international affairs, especially foreign affairs from the relationship between the United States and Haiti, there has always been a difference. And we have to compare it to our Cuban brothers and sisters, especially for us living in Florida, as Florida is the gateway for a lot of immigrants. A lot of immigrants, especially from the Caribbean, uh, Cuba and Haiti, and even the Bahamas and et cetera, et cetera, they come through Florida and then they kind of disperse out depending on where they want to go. Because there's a lot of Haitians in Boston, there's a lot of Haitians in New York and in Canada, and even now California is picking up a big Haitian community, et cetera, et cetera. But the challenge is when we look at the Biden administration, they're just following suit of previous uh, presidencies that have had this uh, this. this policy that for Haitians, if they were to make it here on land, or they would try to actually catch them in the waters, and they would turn them back, Uh, they would say, you know, if you wanted political exile, or you feel your family's in danger, then there's a process for the political exile. But as far as just getting on a boat and trying to cross over, there's always been this uh, pushback. But when you look at the Cuban community, they had a wet dry foot where they Mm -hmm. were allowed, once they made it on land, they were able to stay, they could connected them to family and of course uh president obama Mm. turned that back so that law is no longer effective but there's still this um it's just a long historical relationship because When you look at the relationship of Haiti and other countries, it's very few countries. I would say one of the best allies that Haiti had at some point in time, and this is just my opinion, some would disagree with me, is uh, President Chavez in Venezuela. He Mm -hmm. partnered with Haiti to have electricity. He partnered with Haiti to do a lot of different projects. But of course, you know, a lot of uh, um, the international community was not a big Chavez uh, fan Mm -hmm. for whatever Reason. It's just like Cuba and Haiti, there's a relationship there. It's kind of rocky at times, but there's always been this connection uh, between Haiti and Cuba. But unfortunately, with Haiti and the United States, when it goes about immigration and allowing them in, it's always been a challenge. As the niece of the late father, Dr. Gerard ojis who's considered like the Dr. Martin Luther King, the Nelson Mandela, the Mahatma Gandhi, for the Haitian community in the 1970s when there was an influx of Haitians coming after the Duvalier era. Papa Mm. Doc was a dictator. After he died, he passed it on to his son, I think at the time was like 19 years old. And he tried to continue the same dictatorship and lifelong presidency as his father. But he was, uh, a coup took place, he took exile, and at that time a lot of people fled uh, because they felt their life was in danger. You know, a lot of people were saying the Duvalier era was a very militant, a very hostile, uh, not friendly environment. If you spoke against him, a lot of issues would, you know, your life would be in danger. So when Haitians were coming into the United States, you know, they were having these challenges. And so my uncle and many other people were fighting for equal justice, fighting for dual process, fighting for the opportunity opportunity to allow people especially those who are coming from political exile yeah. to be able to get uh, to, to, to come into this country and th- He did that all his life until he died in 2009. He was uh, I believe he was a president for candidacy twice Mm. Uh, But unfortunately, during that process, you know, he was uh, uh, considered a prisoner of consciousness from the Amnesty International and other uh, political advocacy, human rights um, organizations, because they were trying to quiet him. They were trying because he was loved by the masses. And so it's always been this challenge of the relationship that the United States, they wouldn't allow Haitians to come in unless they went through the due process. But at the same time, when we look at when Haiti's in disaster, US is one of the first ones to respond. So it's kind of like, okay, you're not wanting us to have an opportunity, yeah. but you're, you're willing to partake. But yeah. I will say for the Biden administration, uh, they did, uh, let me get my, let me get this report. I did uh, send it to you uh, this, even, uh, yeah. this evening. Yeah, that was
0: a Yeah, it was an update that they are now going to go ahead and assist with the refugees. For um, the TBS. For Yeah.
3: Temporary protection status. We've
0: already had that before.
3: Uh, It was uh, during um, Trump's administration. It expired. uh, And this was because of the 2010 earthquake that took place. They allowed individuals who are already here or were able to get here to be protected under a temporary uh, um, protection status, as opposed to having permanent residency. And that's what a lot of organizations like family action network movement who are also known as Fum here in miami and there's an organization in california there's organizations in new york and in uh boston that are fighting for permanent residence for these individuals and we want to 18 months in order to be able to be protected under this status if they qualify they're eligible and they apply
0: yeah and that was released today that was released today so um, that's the update on that. Thank you so much, Dr. Fiola. I appreciate the, the feedback. I know I this I was good. Your question, Juanita. It was
2: good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So let's let's go to the next subject. We got so many subjects to encounter. I did not want this to be a two hour one, but we're going to let God move. Um, this right here is it's been many debts, And so the next topic that we have, guys, Um, I have a video for that. I want you guys to stay tuned. Go ahead and share with your friends. We're going to open up the lines after this video because I do want you guys to respond to this and tell us what you think or even if you say I agree. So we definitely we didn't want to do too much commentary on this sensitive subject with the Haitian president. But what the nuggets that was dropped, I know I learned so much and I know y'all did because they was chatting it up. Um, Sherry Corey Cousins is in the building. Hey, friend. She was on the show first season. She said, thank you for the information, education, peace concerning Haiti. So that was a lot of information. Lisa said, good information. I was not aware. So you dropped those nuggets, girl. And so um, prophetess Dr. Janelle Bird clapped her hands like, come on, good job. And so uh, Wanda said, thank you so much. So next topic, we got a short video and then we're going to come right back with the commentary and you will hear from Juanita because she know a lot about this subject. And so let me go ahead and shoot the video.
1: For the first time, we're hearing from the mother of one year old Zion Watson. He died at daycare in Greenville Monday. His family says he was found unconscious. He was not breathing. Despite hours of life-saving measures, he died. The hospital.
3: And his family's heartbroken over the loss, calling for change alongside local activists. Our neighbor Worthy is outside Bumblebee Daycare where this happened. And Amber, what did you learn today from this news conference?
4: We learned a little bit more about little Zion. He was considered his mother's miracle baby after she lost twins earlier last year, and they are just hoping for some answers in what happened to him. Now she shared some videos of Zion with us as she copes with him not being here anymore. And his mother is holding on to those memories and her loved ones as they push for answers. The day he died was his first day at the daycare, where his mother was also offered a job. Now they are waiting for the official cause of death to decide how they will move forward.
1: He was my everything. He <laughs> was my everything. I love that child. <laughs> <I loved it. laughs> Piece of me is gone!
4: And Tracy Fant with Upstate Freedom Fighters says they are working to get more information about what happened. But they, ul- but they say ultimately another parent was performing CPR on Zion before EMS arrived. We did reach out to the daycare multiple times. And today they told us that they were advised by DSS not to make a statement. And coming up at 6, you will hear more from activists about their push for more oversight from DSS. Back to you.
0: Woo! Jesus, that was a bit much, um, you guys. As you hear, baby Zion passed away. Um, it was his first day at childcare, and I just want to talk with an expert, Juanita, on childcare, the prevention, what went wrong, the answers. Um, this one right here, whew, it kind of stabbed me in the gut um, because it was a one-year-old baby. First day at mm-hmm. child care. Whew. So, Juanita, um, uh, yeah. I know this is something for you. Um, yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, this is
2: really, uh, really hard for me. Um, when I saw it, I, I was m- mind blown um, to know that it was his first day of daycare and he had never been in daycare before and going to daycare, and as a parent already, you're already nervous to leave your child in care of people that you don't know, you know? So um when kids see strangers, they're not going to just say, oh yeah, I'm happy to see you. It's gonna take a minute. And so I, for her to go into his room, his classroom at 7.15, and he was crying. I felt that they should have let her calm him down. You know, when we see parents bring their kids into childcare centers, daycare centers, and you can't calm the child down, even if the parent has already left the facility, you find somebody in that facility that you know that can calm that child down, Whether it being the director, the assistant director, a co-teacher, another teacher, from a classroom to say, I can't calm him down. Can you step in and take him for a walk? Let him look at the playground. You know, let him walk around the building to get familiar with the area. This is a new place. This is a new adventure for him. And so I felt like they should have done different things besides let him sit in the chair and cry from 715 to 815 and then to offer him goldfish um who offers a one-year-old a goldfish anyway in the middle of crying if i'm crying and i'm upset there's nothing i'm not gonna i'm not gonna eat food you're, you're you're gonna choke so if you're gonna choke as an adult and you're upset and you're crying why would you give it to a child and so for nobody to be certified is just Mm. mind going to me again, um, that's that's one of the first steps you do with um, your hiring process paperwork. When you mm. do your fingerprints, when you fill out the application, you should be eligible and ready to do, to take the CPR first aid certification. No one mm. did, no
0: one knew how to even do CPR.
2: No, no one a parent to come in the building after hours
0: what parent what parent
2: they didn't state the parent a parent was dropping yes off. yeah
0: okay not parent his parents dro- okay no, a
2: parent was dropping off their child seeing the chaos and perform CPR oh my God. um a child a teacher is never to be left alone with a child without being CPR certified there's no way you should be left alone in a classroom setting, in a building, anywhere where there's children at. Everybody should be certified CPR first aid. It only takes four hours for this class. Yeah. And for the center to say um, nobody has it, it's part of a training. It's part of a clock hour. It's It's something that you do every two years. You renew them
3: but is it a requirement too right
2: it's definitely a requirement to have that's what i'm saying with the hiring process so you know um for him to and and i read a little bit more up on this center and they had several violations previous before this with being cited for not being cpr certification oh wow so they had plenty enough time and so What they want to say now is, oh, the pandemic came, and um, we didn't have the resources, and all these things. But things are opening back up. And teaching and learning never stops. When you're an educator, you're a long-life learner. You never stop getting educated on the things that you need, especially when you're working with other people's children. This breaks my heart. This is so sad. Um, to hear his mom say, "I don't know what I'm gonna do," you know. Um, and his aunt, you know, nobody can give the answer why, but somebody needs to come forward and say why this happened. They panicked. They panicked. They saw him choking. Nobody knew what to do, so they panicked. At one point, they went over to her classroom. Wish they should have gotten her to come over to calm him down, but they went over to ask, Was this his blanket? She stated, No, that was not his blanket. Of course, it's his first day of school, so you're trying to figure out this child's first day of school and all his belongings and everything that belongs to him. But when you realize that you didn't have the things that belong to him, you should have brought the mom in to say, can you show us where his things are? And on his birthday of school, you offered him a goldfish. Did mom even say he can have a goldfish? There's a form to fill out to say. But he's a
0: one-year-old. No one-year-old should have that.
2: No one should, one-year-old should have it at all. But there's an allergy form. There's a food form to say I want my child to have this. I don't want my child to have that.
0: But my you wouldn't think to put anything on a form pertaining to candy. I mean, or it, those it, small it, it, snacks, you you know as a parent you wouldn't think that a child care would even do that.
2: You wouldn't think that they would have offered him a goldfish. He's so young and all of this could have been avoided and prevented.
0: Was it a goldfish the snack? Uh or the,
2: the, cracker, the cracker.
0: The cracker goldfish. The
2: cracker that they had given him. And and a, and it sounds like they wanted to calm him down and they gave him food.
0: That's not how you calm instead down a child.
2: Calming him down and picking him up and embracing him. You
1: Consoling him.
2: Yeah. And, and, and and seeing if they could calm him down and, and, you know, soothe him a different type of way instead of giving him something to eat in the middle of him being upset. It all could have been avoided and prevented. He didn't have to die. You know, on your first day of school, he's already scared. He's already scared. He's nervous. Mom called for some her sister to come and pick him up because she realized she can hear him from the next room. And she realized that he was still upset. He was still crying. He hadn't calmed down. So she's saying, well, let me just have them picked up. You know, we'll try this tomorrow, another day. And before the aunt got there, they had already, he had already passed. So the mom was working in the facility or they wanted? The mom was working in the facility. It was both of their first day. Um, Mom was working in the toddler's room and he was in the infant room um, next to her. So she could hear. She can oh. hear him crying.
0: I say, I'm gonna tell you something. I God had gave me this many years ago, and it's definitely coming to pass. And I was looking up so many kids that were abused, died, you know, um, different fatalities. Um, sexually uh, molested from being in childcare daycare centers, different type of academies and one thing that it brings back with the scripture with King Herod and mm-hmm. King Herod his whole purpose because he did not want a new king to reign which was King Jesus okay mm-hmm. and in Matthew 2 seven and eight it said then Herod summoned the wise men secretly. Saying, you know, go, you know, and seek out this, you know, child. You know, he sent them to Bethlehem and he said, Go and search diligently for, diligently for this child, which was Jesus. And when he had found them, he said, When you find them, bring me a word back and let me know so I can come and worship him too. So he was lying. You know, to the wise men to tell them to go search this baby out because they was going to go worship him and bring gifts. And so his whole purpose was to kill King Jesus. But since the wise men and let me tell you something, this is very imperative for parents. It's an hour that you have to be very in tune to the spirit to hear God, especially pertaining to your kids, because I'm going to tell you something. It ain't not a day go by. say God expose anything pertaining to my kids hmm. I ask I pray over my kids because the spirit of Herod has been released and it's targeting children is not just two and under because King Herod sent for any two-year-old since the wise men got a revelation from God the angels came to him and said don't go back to King Herod don't do that don't go back to him and tell him where Jesus is do not come back and tell him where they are and so they listened to that they went another route But what if they had not listened to the Holy Spirit and went to go tell him where they found baby Jesus in Bethlehem? And what if the parents wasn't spiritual enough? The parents knew when to move and when to shake and when to go somewhere else. They heard the Holy Spirit, excuse me, the angels, but they heard God. Tell them, listen, it's time to go. Go to Egypt. Listen, it's time to go. Go here. We need the prophetic anointing. We need God's Holy Spirit like never before in this hour to know when the enemy is coming to try to come after our kids. The Herod spirit is trying to destroy, kill, steal and destroy our children at a young age before they can identify who they are. Jesus. His whole plan is to kill our kids, destroy them, so bad seeds, deter them from God. So we need the Holy Spirit to come against the spirit of Herod and cancel the assignment on our kids. The Bible. This is in Matthew 2. The Bible said the enemy was trying to trick the wise men. The enemy is trying to trick us. Trick us so that he can come after our kids so many youth so many kids are dying my niece said she was just at a, a Chinese restaurant in St. Louis 12 year old stole a vehicle in ski mask and came and ordered food after they stole a vehicle 12 years old do y'all hear me hmm. You heard about the little girl just at McDonald's with her daddy and they shot up the car and killed the little girl when she was 10 years old. You hear about these stories. I'm telling you, look it up. I was researching and I was like, oh, my God, I cannot possibly cover all of this. The Mm. enemy is after our kids. It's never been in history that kids are dying with violence such as this or Incidents like this, not that they meant to kill that little baby, but they're dying crazily. It has increased in numbers. So I'm telling you, people, even if you don't have kids to start praying for our youth, cancel the spirit of Herod that's trying to kill our children. And he coming for he was coming for two and under back then. But he coming for any child at this moment because there is kingdom in our children. Amen. So shall the child lead them he says suffer not little, suffer not a child to come unto them such are the kingdom of heaven. God put stock in the little ones. Yes. For a purpose in a time like this, because even if they said in the last days, little kids, sons and daughters will start prophesying little kids is declaring the word of the Lord. My kids can prophesy. My kids can dream. My kids are the word. My son will sit up at night and watch and and uh, and, and read the Bible first Samuel on his own. And he's 10 years old. Mm-hmm. I took a picture of him on his own. I didn't tell him he at night reading the word of God. Such are the kingdom. So we got to cover our kids, train them up, train Mm. them up in God. Our kids know more about the world and Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and the baby and little baby and all the babies. (laughs) I'm like, how you know that? I don't even know it. Come on. They know everything. They They all on TikTok. TikTok. I said TikTok. See what I'm saying? I don't even know about TikTok. Talk. They all, they all on TikTok grinding, moving, shaking they butts more than we can and ever did. And, and they mean, think it's cute. Ask
2: them, do the they parents know think it's cute 23? too. And ask them do they know sums 23.
0: <laughs> they gonna say what is that? They gonna
2: say
3: what is
0: that? They gonna say how <laughs> you spell that?
3: Let me ask you a question, uh, Juanita. As, what should parents look for because maybe there's lack of education on both sides I really based I don't know the whole details of this scenario but there seems like there's I because in the state of Florida I know they're very rigid when it comes because I had a client one day who wanted to start a daycare wanted me to help them legally to do the process but what do parents look for and then what should the the uh the facility look for in their in their staff members because it seems like there was some education that is obvious that should have been there i mean if you're going into early education i, I would assume you know you did a childhood education and psychology to understand how to deal with children in their developmental mm. process so what do par- what should parents look for so this mistake does not happen
2: again it's unfortunate that she even worked there and mm. she was that's, there
3: in the that's building
2: that's good that you you're asking that dr fiola you know when i have my friends and family members to call me and ask me what should they look for the first thing the very first question you ever want to ask when you go and enroll your child in a child care center is what is the ratio you want to make sure that there's enough compliance for Mm. teacher child ratio. because if yes too many kids and not enough staff then Mm -hmm. who's who can do what they need to do um, one of the things, another thing that the parents can do is always be involved, always ask questions. Never be afraid to ask the teacher a question about your child's day. It's their responsibility to let you know how your child day went. And what do you, what do I need from you and what do you need from me? And how can we work together? Because see, it's a team thing. It's, it's not just, you you have them eight hours at the school and that's your problem. And I'm gonna pick them up and My I'm gonna God. take them home and put them in the bed. It's yeah, a team.
0: it's teamwork. And when the
2: kids know that you're communicating with their parents, then it, it, it becomes better teamwork. Mm. Um, one of the things that the staff can do, um, the employees can do with their staff is hold these trainings. Mm. Hold these trainings. If it has to be. Um, an hour after work or if, an hour before you come in your in your work or if you want to do it on your lunch. Mm. Let's get together and let's have training. Let's have training and let's get trained on first aid CPR. Let's get trained on um the proper way to talk to a child. Let's get trained on transitioning and sitting down and eating at the table and and asking for things politely, passing your toys, sharing your toys, washing your hands, it's all training. It's all training. Because so Nita- when, you, when we're learning, the children are learning.
0: So let me ask you this, Nita, and um, I think that this is so, so important because Nita, she is our go-to when dealing with childcare, even when I was putting my son in childcare and I was very, very, very picky about mm-hmm. where I'm, I was always picky about my kids. I can be at church and folks try to hold my son. I'm like, uh uh-uh, 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 you can't <laughs> hold him. Uh, <laughs> I was very picky, you know, and that's with both of my kids, okay. I did not trust anybody with my kids. I don't blame you. And so, one of the things that um, Nita uh would tell me when jo- 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 Joel was born, when I had my second um son. And that she would always say, you know, make sure that, you know, they have different things lined up inside the facility. What you know what they're educated on. They send you back home with a little form that they fill out, because when you have one and under, it should be like a daily little form that they fill out saying what your child was doing, how they did today, what they ate. You know, they would have to fill that out. Nita, do they have to do that now? You know, um, do they have to fill out those forms? And you know how in a nail shop they have their little certificate certification posted by their little nail shop thing? (laughs) Do Do they supposed to have those CPR certifications posted on the wall?
2: Well, they don't necessarily have to have them posted on their wall, but they do have to be in the facility on hand for a state to come through if they want to look at them, and everybody needs to be accountable for, it. they're mm-hmm. usually located in the director's office. And as a, if a parent, if a, as a parent, and you want to see them, you can ask to see them. It's it's not private. You want to make sure that your child teacher is CPR certified. as the center director, as the director, uh, the assistant director, someone that can say, I can vouch for this teacher. Here's their card. It's Mm. in the building. And also a teacher gets a copy of he or she's certification to have with them on their personal bodies. You see what you're gonna see on the outside of the teacher's classrooms or their um, education um, accomplishments. Okay. Um, Those are things that you should see outside of your child's classroom. A little bit about your child's teacher and the level of education that they have completed. But CPR cards are in the building for states and licensing to come in and verify that every teacher has it.
0: So a lot of people on here, we have Shante, that's my mentee Shante in the building. Um, Also, uh, we have a question. um, And the question is from uh, Minister Wanda, she said, uh, go sit in a classroom unannounced one day. I used to go to my children's school and sit. Is it possible to do these things today, Nita?
2: It's not possible to do these things today because of COVID, but pre of COVID, you could go come to a school unannounced. And if a, if a school says that they don't have an open parent policy, an open door policy, you you shouldn't leave your child there. Mm. Mm. i leave your child somewhere to say we don't have an open-door policy for parents parents should be able to come and go as many times as they want throughout the building to check on their child whenever they want to unannounced or announced Um, Mm. parents parents could be able to come and say I'm here to just do story time I want to read a story to the kids Mm. before COVID this was happening Uh, Of course, this is not happening now because of everything that's taking place. So now the parents are not even allowed inside the buildings. It's a door drop off. Mm.
0: Oh, wow. But now they got those cameras where you have your individual pen. uh, Mm -hmm. But a lot of schools don't have that. But that should be something that I would have to require if I'm taking my child. Do you have those cameras that I have my own personalized login that I can log in and see my child in the classroom sporadically?
2: Right, and so some of the, um, most of the community neighborhood schools might not be able to have those type of things, Um, but some of the other schools, they do have um, access to the cameras where you can log on, you'll get emails and pictures and things like that. So you have to be, as a parent, you have to know where you're putting your child and what you're paying for is what you're going to get
0: yeah totally Remember
2: true but they were that.
3: cited before that's the crazy thing they were they cited, were... so the state should have came back to verify <laughs> if they uh if they followed up in the citation in their strategic plan if they followed up I mean like that's what I'm confused about that they, they should and they knew up... that it
2: was needed because they were cited for the same thing, and so that falls on whoever is their representative for licensing. So that was mm. on and rep. Whether the person came back to see if all of these sites were fixed or did it happen or it didn't happen.
0: That sounds like a lawsuit. And I was just about to say that, 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 that definitely, that. that sound very fishy. Um, Nita of course you dropped so many gems. Anything else you would like to speak on concerning this? And then, Dr. Fiola, if anything else you want to speak on?
2: No, I I think I pretty much covered everything. I want us to continue to keep that mom in prayer. Um, For her to already have lost uh, children two years prior before this and to get pregnant (sighs) with Zion and um, to call him her miracle baby and to even name him Zion.
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah. Even name him Zion, you know, um, let's keep that family lifted up in prayers. Um, that was her only child. Um, and we need to just pray her strength, pray her mm. strength. It broke my heart when she said that she wasn't going to be able to live after this, but God is the same yeah. God.
1: Yes. yes
2: needs to speak life into her hallelujah himself, yeah. live and not die and not die mm-hmm. and not I die know. and not go into a depression where she is just by herself her
3: life, yeah
2: so let's keep mom lifted up in prayer and also that the the whole family the yeah. whole
1: family. Yeah. And let's
2: pray for and, and even the
0: teacher Even the teacher.
2: Even the teacher. We gotta
0: pray for because I know they heartbroken. I know that they heartbroken.
2: Pray for the teachers because this is something that they're gonna live with for the rest rest of of their their life. life. They'll never be able to work in this field ever again. Oh
0: my God. Mm. My God. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Juanita. Dr. feel anything you wanna say? I just say, you know, this is this is a timely
3: conversation because my sister, my young sister, just sent her to almost two year old to daycare, and I told her, look, wherever you send him, you let them know he got a crazy auntie. <laughs> okay. and I will put my pasta hat aside and straight if anything happened to my child. The reason why I say that yeah. is because I was molested as a child numerous times in my own home. Come on. I've dealt with sexual harassment from my own professors in seminary. So I don't play when it comes to children. Mm. And I told her, I said, You better be careful where you send him because I will drive, fly, walk to Maryland on. from Miami, Florida. Come on. And add the straight dog on fool. <laughs> Come on. on
0: Listen, the spirit indeed is you. willing, but the flesh is weak. Yes. Look, and my God. Like, yes,
3: so who?
0: I don't play with no kids. Oh, no. I don't no, this play.
3: No, this can't. is EJ's auntie who's going to tell you about yourself if something happens. But, you know, she did her due diligence. And I think, you know, it goes back, all jokes aside, I think it goes back to the fact of my people perish because of lack, lack of, of knowledge. knowledge. On both sides. The mother should have asked more questions, even though she was, wor- the, the, fact, the thing I can't find is she was not there, but she was there in the facility. Mm-hmm. She was there in the building. Could they not have gotten her to excuse her? To go see about her son. Couldn't yes. they have said something is going on with your child? Yes. I mean, I hope she was CPR certified. And I think every parent should be CPR certified. I'm CPR
0: certified. CPR certified. I, mean, I have to
3: be the healthcare provider, but it's just, it just baffles me. This is something simple. Yes. It's not like the child had an anaphylactic shock. It was not like he had an allergy or some kind of deadly situation. It was lack of knowledge. Come on.
0: My God, my God, Dr. Fiola, and talking. And now they have to pay
3: the price for this child that has died senselessly. my God. And not only is it that facility that's affected, just as Juanita said, the teachers are affected. Like, who's going to, that is like a, a scarlet letter for this yeah. facility. Yeah,
0: that's And the lie. state has to
3: be questioned as well because the state didn't do their due diligence. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't know how they function, uh, whatever state that is. I think that's the Carolinas. North Carolina. South Carolina, Carolina I believe. South. South. yeah, South Carolina, because they said it the lady said it uh the uh, our activists, But yeah. I don't know yeah. how South Carolina functions, but as a healthcare provider in the medical facility, let you get cited. They're gonna ask you for your strategic plan. They're gonna give you a few months or however time frame to get your act together and, and let you not get it done. You're either they fine, a lot down. of money or they close your doors.
0: That's facts. That's facts. Guys, yeah. while we're at it, please Call in. We want to hear from you, friends. What you waiting on? Come on. Detavia, we want to hear from you. I don't think I got phone calls. Wanda, just come on and say, I agree. I want to hear what y'all got to say. Call 563-999-3486. We want to hear from you, friends. What y'all waiting on? Come on and call and tell us what you think. Okay? We want to hear from you. Um, we just so- want
2: to hear from you guys because, you know, a lot of people don't know the questions to ask when they're taking mm-hmm. their kids. Yes, um, they just look at the center and they say, "Oh, this is beautiful." But and, and another thing, don't just go to the center one time. Mm. Don't just go to the center one time before you make a decision. Don't just oh, sign facts. the paperwork. And a lot yeah. of and a lot of young moms do it because they're anxious because they're trying to find a job. This is right here. This is close to home. This and is on it's the inexpensive. Bus line. And this is on the bus line, and this is convenient. But sometimes that's not the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to say, this doesn't work for me and my family. Mm. Thank you for the opportunity, but this doesn't work for me and my family. Yeah. When you go in, look at the centers, look at the toys, look at the walls, look at the restrooms.
1: Hmm. Mm.
3: But isn't there also state funding at some locations or federal funding to help low income families with child care resources and benefits or or um, vouchers or supplements? And I think it's even the parents to do their due diligence as well. Because I know my sister, you know, she's it's a two it's a two parent home, uh, but she's a business owner. Her husband is working. And, you know, it was a question about how can I put this in my budget? But you know, mm-hmm. for parents who are low income, whether single parent or low socioeconomic help. status, to find those community resources, call your city, call your county, call mm-hmm. your state and ask them those questions. What do you have available for me? Because I remember, I think it was a young lady, she left her child either in the car at the hotel when she was looking for a job at pizza. Mm-hmm. This was last year or something like that. And she got arrested. And I know some people online were raising money to help her, and it's people having to make these, you know, we may not see it, but there's some families that have to make these difficult situations. Where do I put my child if I don't have family or I can't afford childcare? They'll yeah. put them in a hotel, they'll allow their 11 year old child to look after their two year old, or or they'll just leave them in the car, or all these crazy situations. But this is so unfortunate, but thank you uh, Juanita for sharing your expertise with us. And I hope parents and grandparents and aunts
0: and uncles and whoever, we all yes, got some- we need help. Yeah, take a village Yes, it, it takes a village and, and are so you
3: the right questions
0: yeah and yeah those some great questions and so we have a caller we're gonna put you on hold caller um, we're gonna show this video and the reason why just in case you want to comment on this particular video as well And so let me go ahead We have one more video one topic that we need to cover and so I'm gonna go ahead and play it and then call it We're gonna let you in. Okay, so hold hold on to your seat. Hold on to your seat Whew! This is a lot guys
2: This mm-hmm. is This is crazy. Look at this. This is a bar. It's called church Look at this. They put what's up man? They put the Bible they put Bible scriptures in this bar and they got hell 666 miles away. This is it in Atlanta, Georgia. They got it called It's called Supposed Church. Look at this. No open and concealed Bibles. This is crazy, man. Look at this man. Look at this, bro. What's going on, man? I rebuke all of this man it's blasphemous I'm not coming in there this is this is you don't want to come y'all in see this
0: mm. so this ruffled my feathers a bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was so burdened by this and so yeah before I commentate this bothered me y'all like I I, <laughs> I struggle big time okay I was struggling OK, with this particular subject, all of them, I was struggling. When you come to play with my God, I don't play. OK, mm. that's that's when I start kicking over tables. I become Peter and cut the ear off. I, you you you're, you're not going to play with my God. So before we talk about this lady, <laughs> let me let in our guest, our friend to the virtual couch. Um, let's let them in. Hello, friend. Caller ending in 8032. Hey, oh, De Tavia in the building. Talk to us, De Tavia. What you think about these subjects? We talked about the Haitian president. We talked about the daycare child care center. And now we're about to talk about the new bar called church and ATL. Tell us what you think.
1: It has been amazing tonight, first with Dr. Ciola, that was just hot right there, like so much information that was needed, you know, we got to, you know, learn the background from where they, how it started and where they were at now, you know, like the the whole story, to get the whole picture, so that was a good, and I'm not like a history person, but I was taking my notes for that lesson. Took us to school, babe. Like that was That was something we needed to hear. You know? And then for the child at the child care center, I work with kids, so everything that Juanita was saying is so true. You know, all all the advice, all the steps that she was saying, take heed to that. You know, you have to discern the center and the school that you're sending your child to. That's important. Like Brandy said, we need that prophetic atmosphere when it comes to deciding schools and learning centers for our kids. Mm prophetic flow for those things we have to discern everything that's going on with our children Mm. I was just saying this prayer the other day that when I go back to school I want God to show me things for the kids that I will have in my class you know Mm. how can I help them Mm. you know how I want to see things that other teachers don't see pertaining to kids Mm. so this was just right on time this is so important for this next topic i'm ready because when i seen this video uh, oh, i was heated listen was heated. i'm like listen why linda are why are we mocking mm. why are we mocking god
0: like that mm. that is really sad but i'm ready i'm ready to hear what you got to say brandy so let's go i'm fired up i'm commentating on this one they jumping in but i'm commenting i said i got this topic <laughs> so listen listen thank you to Tavia we need teachers like you and your mom Juanita this is Juanita's daughter she's becoming a teacher as well and so just for her to be up in them classrooms I send my kid where you well I ain't sending them to Houston but I wish you was here and I send my kids to your classroom I ain't coming to Houston but no love you Tay. thank you for the commentary feel free to uh, call back in when we commentated on this this church bar crazy mm. all right love you too so listen that by itself um woo! so y'all seen the video friends listen y'all can call in we're not shutting the line down right now because i just need some help on this topic not only from my girls right here but i need some help from y'all so when i saw this video god began to deal with me on scripture. He began to tell me, daughter, I got it. I got it. I got this. Don't don't no, 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 Peter. You live by the sword. You die by the sword, Peter. I need you to calm down because I was furious. Yeah, I was so furious. And I, I mean, I couldn't even contain myself because I was so furious in seeing how they mocking God. And God began to give me a scripture. Won't he do it? He gave me a scripture. He's Isaiah five. 20 and 21, he said, woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who bitter, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes, not wise in God's eyes, but wise in their own eyes and shred in their own sight." He said, Woe unto them. He said, Do not be deceived. God is not mocking. Galatians 6 and 7. He said, Whatsoever one sows, he will also reap. And then God turned around and he said, He will render to each one according to his works. Uh To those who by patience and well doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But there's always a but because he can't deal with those that are just and, and, and not deal with the unjust. He mm-hmm. said he would give. He, he said he said this. He said, but for those who are self-seeking. And do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. And I said, God, so you're saying there is a such time where people will begin to call good evil. Christians. They will call us to be evil. They will say we serve in hate crime. They will say that we hate the LGBTQ LMNOP. They will begin to say that we hate them because we stand for righteousness and what the Bible says. But then those who are evil, they'll begin to say, oh, they right, and you guys are hating on them. This is hate crime. This is against legislation. They begin to make laws and all of this to make sure they're secured. But we have people in other countries just like Haiti. We have blacks that's being murdered. We have little kids being murdered, but there's no one saying, hey, this is not right. We have crime capitals like St. Louis and Chicago, but they never touch that. They never talk about that. But when it comes to things like this, when they're mocking the word of God, where there's mocking Christians, Where they're even in other countries, they're dying. Christians are dying for the faith. And he said, "Woe unto them because I am going to deal with them justly. He said, you don't have to even do a thing, but pray. He said, this is the hour that my people need to humble themselves and pray and seek his face and turn away from their wicked ways. He said, then if you do all of this, I would hear from heaven. Yes. Then, But there's prerequisites to this. There will be a growing number of sin. God is saying they mocking the church. They won't do Muslims like that, but they will mock the church. They will mock Christianity. Guys, it's even to the point where in there they have they switched the Bible verses. They're saying nasty. Just I can't even repeat it. And I could not show the things that they're saying. And then they have like a fake Jesus and they're saying all type of perverted words and sayings inside the bar. They have. Oh, my God. It's so demonic. It's so demonic. But then we got the church people afraid to talk, afraid to speak up. You heard a guy out there. He was speaking against the sin. He was actually preaching on the streets, preaching against sin. There is bold John the Baptist and repent. But then we got some scary ones that's hiding in the cave. Come out mm-hmm. the cave, Elijah's. Yes. What you scared of Jezebel for? We come against it. I'm gonna talk about it. Now they persecuting people if you say anything. And actually, that's an LGBTQ bar. That's a Definitely. bar. Yes. The owners are LGBTQ. Exactly. And they mocking Christians. But we're, oh, we're going to stand up for our people. Let me tell you something. Sin is sin. You a liar. You adulterous. You a cheater. You sow discord. You got all of that. That's sin. And homosexuality is too. But you, but see, here's the deal. With murdering, they want to, oh, you know, kill them, kill them. But homosexuality, you don't want to touch that. It's all sin. All of it. None compare... You can't say, oh, this is worse than other. All of it is sin. But when you speak against that one, though, it's a problem. But you don't. Oh, but look, the murderer, don't forgive them. The murderer. Oh, you know, they can die. But when it comes to homosexuality, see, you have to treat it the same. You have to forgive all of them. You got to love on all of them, but you have to speak against it. You can't say that I can ride with them, and you a Christian. So we got some Christians say, Oh, it's okay, I'm a Christian, but you know what? So and so, so and so. That don't mean you have to agree with the sin. And so I want y'all to commentate on this. This, 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 this just this made me so furious to see how they're mocking, and then they have the nerves to have like a a tithing little thing outside of it. Hold on, let me show y'all this. Listen. They, they went so far. I mean, everything, the scriptures, they turn it around. They got six, six, six and everything on here. It's like a whole mess. But we scared. We scared to speak on this. We scared to talk about this. We scared to say anything about this. So if you can see on here, you see all the crosses that's in there inside of it. They look like they got Mary and Joseph kneeling down. Then they got a wolf sitting right there on top of the head. And then they put like a a statue of Jesus on the front. Like the mockery is so great, y'all. The mockery is another level. But we scared as Christians to come against this and talk about it. So go ahead, y'all. I can say more. I got tons of scriptures on this one. Yes, it is demonic. My, my husband been on here, clowning on her. I'm telling you, he talking it, up a storm on here. Hey, boo. It's very demonic.
2: They have a, so what he's saying, the owner is saying is, um, this is art. This is art. Oh, that that just burns me up. Everything that is not of God, they call it art. They call it the little knives. Shoes, oh that's art every time somebody does something you know provocative or against and mocking um the name of jesus it's Christ art and it's a dress oh that's art why is that art that's that's foolishness
0: that's foolishness that's
2: but pure foolishness and mm-hmm. then they have a karaoke moment and when you go up for karaoke You're, you're supposed to put on a choir robe.
0: Every, every. Yes. (laughs) Need a choir uh, robe. Yes. Is, um, mockery. And they
2: have a, um, a drag show. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the drag show, the name of the drag show is called Amen. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Amen or Amen. Amen. (laughs) Right. They turned it around and said, amen, but you know, the mockery is on another level.
3: And you know, the crazy thing is when you said it was the LGBT community that's doing this, I will tell you, you cannot speak against them. Come on. (laughs) I'm gonna keep it so I'm gonna try, I'm trying to be my best friend. I was trying to be nope, like That's nope. quiet while y'all were talking. Because When you said that, that was just like you cannot say anything against them because let it's me tell my you, it's my boss. It's my personal boss page. Let me turn on my personal page. Yes, I'm the face, I'm the administrator, I am very involved in my community. I send a lot of boards, I do a lot of different things. And I was sharing a testimony, and I was my testimony was evolving through different posts and I shared the scripture about sexual immorality because I have fornication, you know, uh, pornography, mm-hmm, the all spirit of it. lesbian tried to attack me. So I was testifying and giving a point. But because I used a scripture that gave all the different sexual immorality scripture and, and actions, and of course, homosexuality was in yes, there. But they didn't yes. see anything else. They didn't see fornication. No. They didn't see pornography. <laughs> all they saw was homosexuality. Let me tell you. <laughs> Not only did the LGBTQ community come against me, the church came against me. People in the church, leaders. And I was like, wait wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Do you not know your Bible? And I said, well, my fault, maybe I should have put the reference of the scripture. But the point is the fact that you cannot speak against this community, because not only did that happen to me, I got backlash from the organizations I serve. Oh, wow. I was asked asked to take it down i said i'm not taking it down it's my personal page it's my personal opinion it's not even my opinion it's from scripture and first of all i'm a pastor i'm a messenger of the kingdom i am a servant of the most high god before any other Uh title that comes my way and i said if i gotta resign from all of y'all deuces baby because i am not recanting i'm not i'm not come on comment my statement and we gotta understand i love you because i have some great friends that are lgbt yeah trust me when i tell you we ride and die but at the end of the day they know where i stay that's it at the end of the day i'm not there to judge them because i tell them i say yes because your sin is obvious and it's visible people attack you more but we don't know about the sins in people's heart hmm. and i said i'm gonna love you as the sinner, but I don't like the sin that you do. Ooh, and that's just any other sin. Whether you're a polygamist, whether you're a fornicator, whether you're a liar, a cheater, a murderer, the list, or adulterer, come the list, on. you're sitting in the same pot of sin. That's right, that's right. But we have to, but the problem is the LGBTQ, you know what makes them be able to be um, yeah. Uh, uh, immune? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, you untouchable, untouchable, yeah, untouchable. Uh-huh. Because they got this. And they know how to impact legislation. See, where's the church? Who's our lobbyist? How much money are you putting in political offices? How much money are you supporting in campaigns? That's why we can't say nothing. And that's why when people come against the church, just like mm. you said it, let you do that to the Muslim. Girl, they would have shot you up, shoot you up. They would have... Come um, up, Baby! Uh, as mm-hmm. Christians, we don't have that same discipline and stamina and we conviction. Sure and be at be- How many Christians would really die for their faith?
0: How many would die? How many would die? Listen. Oh, gosh. I can't. Go ahead, Nita. Because cause, cause, <laughs> cause sh- listen. Go ahead, Nita. You better take the mic.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, Dr. Fiola is right. You can't. They, they do no wrong. I mean... They're transformers. That they, that that's. I don't even call them the LBG XYZ ABC. I, I can't keep up with all. It's the a Apple lot of beds. them. Yeah. I can't keep up with all the alphabet. So they they're transformers. They yeah. they get to they get to be whoever they want to be, and they get to say whatever they want to say. And they, they get, get
0: to cancel whoever them. they want to cancel. They
2: they they transform into whatever. Yeah. Whoever. They want to, whatever they want to do.
3: But imagine, let's say the tables are turned. If this was a church... That mocked the LGBTQ community. What kind of hell would be coming up in here? Oh, and you yeah. know, some politicians and some leaders would go against the church because they don't yeah. want to lose the support they of the LGBTQ LGBT community. Members. They don't want to be in the hot seat because if you speak against them, people have lost their jobs, people have lost endorsements, people have lost what? endowments, people have lost money, pro- uh, power. Traffic. Yes. Etc. Because them. Against this community, come but on. Yet it was the church that had some mockery against the LGBT community. It's over. would have mm-hmm. broke open. You would have seen it on That's every right. kind of news platform. And
0: then listen, right. when I that see, th- listen to this. Matthew five eleven. Bless mm-hmm. are you when others revile you, when they persecute you, and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. So if we standing up for righteous, God said you bless when they persecute you. But we have too many people that's receiving the money, even in a church, that they would not even preach Romans. First Thessalonians, first Corinthians, Galatians, they wouldn't even preach the Bible that have anything pertaining to homosexuality and sin. Because you know why? Because the LGBT all of them you know alphabets they support them and they they put money in a basket they have planted these churches so therefore we won't say anything we won't
2: say anything
0: we won't say no, you anything, can't say anything. Because some of the leaders are dealing
3: with this behind closed doors. Some of the worship leaders and all the other people who are in ministry are behind it. And we're not coming against them. I wanna make it very clear, because I know somebody's gonna come around and twist this thing. We are not speaking against them, but we have a right as a freedom of our religion, as a freedom of speech to speak our faith. We're not saying we hate y'all. We're not saying that we're coming to kill y'all, come against y'all. But there has to be a standard. There has to be a line that should not be crossed. Because just as you want us to receive Respect you and your choices of your your sexuality of your preference. Hey Boo Boo, you do all you because at the end of the day, you got the answer to God, not to me. Not to, not to me. Us on this platform. But not when it to comes me. to my Jesus, when it comes to my God and the Holy Spirit, you better step back That's because we're coming through.
0: we coming through. And listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing with this. Jesus sat with the sinners. Yes, he did. Jesus all loved them. Here's the all difference. He never sinned with them. He never did what they was doing. He showed them light and also to convert them. There's no conversion when you're sitting with the sinners. Jesus said with them to convert them and show them the gospel and show them love. He never said with them to do what they was doing. So when people say what Jesus said, that's okay for when you listen, I got people. I've ministered to so many people. I know people that's walking in it and I love on them, but you would never hear me confirm who they are when it's against the word of God. That's fine. I won't call you Sally and your name is Sean. I'm sorry. Now you got the tran- transgender and the I won't. And all this
3: other I stuff will on. not.
0: I'm not going to play with God. Now, I'm going to love you when I see you. I'm never going to treat you different. Just like a murderer, a liar, a cheater and everything else, I'm still going to love you. But I got to tell you what's right. And guess what? If I ever walk in any of those sins, I'm not going to make it like those sins does not matter. And I'm not going to make the sins justify what I'm doing. Never. I knew a homosexual and they said I never walked in and said that it was right. I knew it was wrong. The homosexual said I knew it was wrong. And I would never try to tell somebody they should do it, too. They got delivered, but they never tried to say it was right because they knew the word of God.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: They knew the word of God. And so with that being said, I just want to say this, because as many people out here may be thinking that we're bashing, we're not bashing. We are standing up for what's right. We love the word of God. We're going to love the hell that's in you out of you.
4: Because
0: we were
3: there at once. It Come may on. not be algae. We was there. People,
0: we were dealing with something. We was de- oh, I was dealing with some stuff. Okay, and let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you my sin. Listen, I'm gonna tell you my sin before you tell it. Okay, you don't even have to tell my business. I'm gonna tell you my business. I was everything up under the sun. Okay, I was everything up under the sun, and I had I. But listen, we have a Savior, and His name is Jesus. He died for our sins. That's it. He died for your sin. That's why we have grace and mercy. He laid his life down because there was no perfect man. So God had to take himself and wrap it up in the flesh and walk the earth and complete the word of God. He was prophecy. And then he died on your behalf. So there's no such thing as I can't get out of it. Yes, you can. I did. And I didn't grow up in church. I didn't know nothing about God. But when I felt the power of God, I knew there was a God. You did not have to tell me twice. I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to lie. I didn't want to cheat still, you know, commit adultery. I didn't want to fornicate no more. I didn't want to drink. I didn't want to party. I didn't want to go to no clubs. I don't want to mess with nobody's husband. I didn't want to sell drugs. I did not want to kill another child. Mm -hmm. I got myself together. Through Jesus' though. I said, I don't want to turn back. I don't want that. I found the love and joy that's unspeakable. Where have you been, Lord? He said, I was always with you.
4: Mm-mm.
0: He's always been there. He said, if you lay your bed in hell, I am there. Mm-mm. Even in your wretched state, God is there. He just waiting on you to say, okay, God, I'm done. I don't want this life no more. And let me tell you something, I have not looked back. Not that I was perfect, man. Let me just say that. But I have not looked back to the world. I don't want it. You can have it. I party since the age of 12 going to the clubs. Mm, I was in the clubs with my own mama. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. In the club with my own mama. Now both of us say, won't he do it?
2: Won't he do it?
0: I serve a God that can turn it around. Go ahead, Nita, because, you know, I get fired up. Go ahead.
2: That's it. You know, I mean, with this, with this type of topic, you get fired up, especially when somebody is making a mockery out of Jesus. Jesus died for our sins.
0: Yes, he did.
2: Jesus saved us. And we are saying this to whoever is listening and is going to turn it and twist it around. We are saying it because we want you to be free. And we want you to know that not only That's that true. we love you, that there is a man that loves you that will set you free. Mm-hmm. You don't have to stay that way any longer. Come on. You don't have to stay that way. You can be free.
0: You can Freedom be Freedom
2: is in the building tonight.
0: Hallelujah. Come so
2: on. Listening because we know you out there listening mm. be free on tonight
1: yes be
2: free. this is not art this is foolishness
1: no, no. This
2: is mockery of jesus the robes and singing if you want to roll and you want to sing, go get to church and join the choir
0: yes the real choir the real one the
2: real choir
0: Jesus, help us, Lord Jesus.
2: Go be a model, a for real model.
3: Yeah, but you know what I'm picking up in the spirit? Yeah, a lot of people who act this way have church hurt, a lot of people who act this way have some internal complex trauma that was never addressed. Because if you look at even people who go into homosexuality, like I said, I was molested numerous times. So it opened a Pandora box to perversion. It opened a Pandora box to all kind of sexual sin. Listen, listen. And when, you know, when you speak to people... And it's not all of them, but there's a portion of them. They were molested. They were sexually abused as a child, and that is where the devil came in and brought all kind of confusion. And the spirit would come in and just make them think all kind of different ways. And it's the responsibility of the church to identify what people's hurting. You look at little dogs. That's it. His name was he yeah. had church hurt Jesus. that was never identified, and we can't yes. do church. As usual, these young people don't want your
4: grandma
0: church. Yes, it needs some fire up in there. Ain't nobody want to come to your church if there's not miracle signs and wonders. They need to see it. They need to see the power of God. Feel the God's presence. You go up in some of them, there's no God's presence. There's no power. There's no land of hands. There's no prophetic movement. There's no speaking in tongues. There's no holy power of God. And that's why people don't even want to be bothered with it. Then you come up in there and you got to dress up and wear hats and long skirts. Nobody wants that. When I first got saved, I wasn't in the church. And when I used to see that, I'm like, I don't want to do that. That is not uh-uh. what is that? So therefore, I didn't want church because I didn't want to do that until God had to move. You me and so, so. you look, now you're looking at a whole new generation. I stood on in there. Oh, I stood on Ooh. to the faith. But it's other people. Let me tell you, these young ones they like, no, I want to wear my J's and my jeans. And you know what? Come as you are. okay. come on as you are. But now some of them, there's no power. And that's why many people is going to these churches that they ain't preaching Jesus. They just preaching fluff because they feel like I can be comfortable. And then you know what I'm saying? But if we had the power of God in a prophetic atmosphere. If we had leaders to really hone into the word of God and what God is saying in this hour, breaking chains, destroying the yokes, and then you will see many people come in. You will see the revival, but we're stuck on ourselves. We passing money place four or five times. OK, we ain't doing nothing in our communities. We're not paying for that mother that's sitting up here with six kids. The baby daddy is in jail. We're not helping her kids. Those six kids could be your next pastor instead of you we judging her help her we have to be authentic
3: as ministers and leaders of the gospel that's right this generation is not looking for yes holiness is still right righteousness is still right it's
0: still right yes
3: but when they see you outside of the church when they see you outside of your clergy attire you act in another kind of way let me tell you i'm in this clubhouse and there's some people. I looked up to her, when I heard their voice, I ran. Even Come the they coming in, they say, you better get off that room. Come on. You telling the and truth. And we got to get to a place that God is separating the real from the fake. God is that. separating his children who are truly bastard from the children who have the sonship and the kingship and the daughtership because he is tired. And these young people are tired as well because they can see right through you.
0: They can see right through you.
3: And when they are hurting, you dis, you disregard them, you dismiss them. Then they leave the church, and then now it's a cancer. It's a tumor in their spirit oh, that listen, they go around and they, they they speak against God. But the God that they saw was not the real God. It wasn't the Bible. It was man-made. It was denomination. It was, it was um, religious spirit illegalism that is, that is a python spirit in the church. Come on the assignment of the enemy. Tonight we tell the enemy, Take your hand of our children in and the in a name context, of Jesus. They're going to come back and know who Jesus is. Oh, every God. hurt, every pain, every it's suffering. God. God gave his only begotten son to die to the that. God. God gave his only begotten son to die across the The blood of Jesus still has and we plead the blood over every In the
0: name of earth. Jesus.
3: We bleed, We plead the blood over Ooh. every person.
0: right.
3: Not right. Cause we there. We're not trying to judge you, but we're telling you just that the woman is the well. We go into the city and we say, my God, there's a man named Jesus who told me all I did. I have to open my mouth. He it wasn't, it wasn't telling me through no, no psychic reading. He wasn't telling me through no tarot card reading. He wasn't telling me like want to speak it oh, yeah. to the dead or telling it to some ungodly spirit, but God Himself revealed to who I was, and He yeah. told me what. I- and he loved me.
0: He loved you. And
3: I came back into the city and I ran because that word, that fire couldn't be watched no more. I had to know because just because I was a Samaritan woman, just because I was a prostitute, just because I was a part of the LGBT community, just because I was a felony, just because I was was adulterer, a murderer, read your Bible. God deals with the mystic, God deals with the, the unqualified deals with a hot message i was a hot mess. look what god has done for me we were hot messes look what he has done for us well we got to do this in love with two hypocrites.
4: hypocritical come on where's the love of god i love the sit out
3: of you Yeah. i do come yes. and tell you what you got on i don't tell you what kind of music That's you let nice. the holy spirit's job is that i just love you and invite I you i just in. love
0: you and invite you in I- Jesus, My God,
3: Jesus! Somebody needs to hear with my heart. Somebody needs to hear with a genuine love that we're speaking about. Because people tell you, "Oh, I remember one time I commented on Dr. Larry Reed's uh, post about a young pastor who had sent a picture that was inappropriate to another woman, and he was married." And I said, "Y'all need to, y'all need to pray for him. You don't know what internally he's dealing with because some people really don't know." because they've seen other yeah. pastors do it, so they thought it was okay. They've been into that lifestyle, they thought it was okay. And I said, don't come here judging a man. Yes, he's wrong, we see his obvious sin, but why don't we go and pray for him? Because this thing called ministry is not easy. The enemy will turn our sin and try to block us from living out the calling in our lives. And when I said that, and then one person said, all y'all pastors do is go on the platform and you talk about it. I said, look, look, look here, you talking to the wrong one. Because before I tell anybody else, just like Brandy said, I tell you all my business, even my oh, parents, when they see me on social media, they say, you talk too much. I said, no, I gotta tell somebody what I've I been through. Tell I was ashamed at one point, but God did not give me the garment of shame. Mm-mm. He gave me the garment of victory and yeah. overcoming. Mm. And we gotta go and we gotta tell these people, I don't care what you've done in your life. Come on. Oh God. He still got use for you. He still has purpose for you. That's why you are still alive. Even COVID couldn't kill you out. Come on. Even come on. the bullet couldn't shoot you where he it needed to shoot it. you, take you out because God said, I have purpose and need for you. Mm-hmm. He said, come out of the dark place and come into the glorious light. Come, come and on. taste come and see yeah. that the Lord is good. Come and drink of this water that will never thirst anymore. The void that's mm-hmm. in your life is not going to be filled with men, with sex, with people, with money, with drugs, with popularity, with faith. Gonna be filled with the love of God that's and you're it. gonna come back mm-hmm. and testify. We're waiting on you to come back and wait that you converted and God changed your mm-hmm. life. That you woke that's up that. and you had a Damascus experience. I that you agree. are walking down the street and some caught you up and you exactly. don't know what you saw, but you saw a man before you. Come you on, saw you felt the power of God that told you no more. I remember I used to be a social drinker, I'll drink you out and then I'll go home and drink my recently. I can't the other day I went to an event, I, somebody had one. I almost threw up. I Come haven't on. drunk wine in, since 2009. That's and it. And I was a wine Ooh. drinker. Ooh. Come on. Come on. That's but it. we got to understand Ooh. God has a place for us. His temple. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit.
2: Jesus.
3: Two two mammon can't live in you. The mammon of the world and the mammon of God can't live on the inside. You got to choose today. Are you going to live for eternity? Are you just going to live for right now? But let me tell you, all of us been down that road, you thought you was a bad mamma gemma, going to the club, doing all this and that, whatever, whatever. But then when you realize one day... When you realize I was in a car accident. I almost lost my life. I had I had spiritual warfare. They gave me poison. I should be dead. They pulled a witchcraft on me. I was walking the street. I lost they thought I was a mental case. But look at me now. I don't look know what at I've me been now. Because the grace of God.
2: don't <laughs> <laughs> Listen. No
1: who
3: I really was, they wouldn't talk to me. Listen.
1: But God came
3: and He took my my sins and He took the blood of Jesus and He washed me white Woo! as snow. And I don't look like what I've been through.
0: Listen. can it
3: off of me. Some of the stuff God blocked my mind that I can't even tell you. You some can't even think of because it. Because he said that is your past and it long longer past- Your past is not going to hold you this day. This Dr. Fiola. Tonight was a setup. My it was God, a sorry. setup. I got to just say what God is telling me. No, say setup it. You coming in and you going to find out and see that what
0: God is doing in your life, he's setting you up. He's setting you up. My God,
4: Jesus.
3: Listen.
0: Jesus. listen, and you know what? Just like she said, just like the woman at the well. See, Jesus. I can identify that woman. Nita can identify with that woman. Dr. Fiella can identify with that woman because we thought we was going to the well for one thing, but God showed up and gave us him. It was a point in my life where I was going somewhere and I was carrying all my loads of mess with me. But God met me right there and said, do you know who I am? He said, because you know what? This water that I have, this new wine that I have, he said, you will never thirst again. It's many of us right now, God is saying, see, you go into that bottle, that alcohol you going to the club you got all this baggage from your past but he showed up at the well and she had to go and tell people come see a man it's so much just have to come and see a man and his name is Jesus he been waiting on you but you have been going and carrying that pail and going up to that well going to them clubs going to that man house seeking out married men you have been going on that strip of pole you have been deceiving yourself because what you need he is the oh my god pastor Janelle Bird, uh prophet Janelle Bird talked about this. She talked about how if 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 you knew who Jesus was,
1: <laughs>
0: he is that void filler. She talked about the void filler. We've been trying to fill it up on mess. We've been trying to fill it up. One and another woman or one and another man. drinking till we can't no more. Fighting folks. You have an anger problem. You dealing with mental health problems and depression. But what you don't understand is all in Jesus. It's folks going to church religiously and never receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. They just go because mama said, auntie said, cousin said, and they've been doing this since they was 12 years old. But have you really touched the hem of his garment? Have you really been seeking God? Do you really want him? Stop playing church. Because there's a Savior and all he wants you, he just wants you. He don't care about your mess. He don't care. I used to think I wasn't good enough. Do I? Am I? Do I supposed to really be saved? You know all the stuff I did, God. You know how many men. You know how many tricks and schemes. You know how many mothers I sold drugs to.
3: Jesus.
0: You know how many. Do you know who I really am, God? And you saying I can receive this, called grace and mercy and salvation? He said, yes, I called you because just like Paul was a persecutor of saints and I met him in his mess, just like David, he killed a man committed adultery. He said, but I met him in his mess. He's not looking for the perfect ones. He's looking for the imperfect ones because the perfect ones got too much pride. The perfect ones thinks that it's all about them, like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, that since Jesus didn't, didn't, didn't wash his hands, he said, I'm looking for you, the imperfect ones. And through me, I'll make you righteous, not by your own righteousness. So God said, I'm meeting you at the well tonight. I'm meeting you at the well. Because you see, let me tell you something. The Samaritan woman, she like, wait a minute, what is you doing talking to me? You don't even supposed to be talking to me. See, I was her. God, you're going to speak to me. You're going to give me these gifts. You're going to give me the prophetic anointing. You're going to allow me to see straight through people. You're going to speak to this flawed woman. Folks got saved. You mean to tell me someone that was a heroin addict since he was 14, going to get saved? You're going to use me. The Samaritan woman said you don't even supposed to be talking to me. You know, y'all Jews don't want to be over here talking to me, but she didn't recognize that she was talking to the Savior that can save all of them. He said to to the Greek, to the Greek, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. He was dividing and conquered. She didn't even understand. And I didn't even understand that God would save a mess like me. He said, yes, I'm saving you. Yes, you. Come see a man. That knew all my problems. So all her five husbands, he said. He said, "I ain't even worried about that. I ain't even worried about who you are and what you did. It's a new day. So listen." If, I missed, I missed another call. I am so sorry, but, you know, we turned the call thing off. I, I, I'm sorry. I just, you know what? Y'all should have called in early. Why you didn't call in? We've been waiting on you to call in, sis or bro. I, I ain't finna be doing this call thing right now. But listen, this was so powerful. Oh, my. Listen, stop playing so much, Dr. Fiola and Nita. Y'all do too much. We supposed to end. We've been supposed to end. We're talking, yeah, we're going to do our and 30 minutes. The devil is a liar. Knew, I
3: already knew that wasn't going to happen, but I just went along with it. You do too
0: much. You do too much. You and. Want... Freedom. Woo. Freedom
3: the building. Freedom Woo. Drop a word for somebody. And that's why we realize when we say yes to God, we don't know what setup he got for us.
2: That's
3: it. That's why anytime ministry opportunity come, if it does not impact my schedule, it's not a conflict. I say yes because it's never about me it's about somebody i remember one time he made me i remember one time he made me go to orlando and i just went for sapoli a tv interview no he made me go to orlando to connect with a makeup artist who i was supposed to minister to he said, this was all a setup. I said, God, you don't make, I said, there no profits in the land, in Orlando, oh, that God. I had to get on a plane for two hours. I had to pay for a hotel. I had to pay for Uber back and forth. I had to pay for food and all this other stuff. And he said, you are my servant. If I tell you to go east, you go east. If I tell you to go west, you go west. And oh, we yeah. got to realize every time we are doing, Granny is doing this. This is an anointed woman of God and her to connect with Juanita and all the other people who come on this platform. Yes, we get to talking, but at the end of the day, it's about souls, baby. Come on.
0: That's about what it's
3: really that's, that's that's it. Girlfriend. <laughs> oh, we, oh, no. Undercover. We 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 we'll see our <laughs> agents for the Lord, okay? We we just gonna
0: tell you. We ain't supposed to tell you. But the kids are yeah. tea tonight. We're spilling the tea. That's the tea. That's the hot tea. That's the hot tea, is Jesus. That's the hot tea. Come see a man tea. Okay. Get it, get it. Get it wise hot. Listen, I'm done. I'm not playing with y'all. We finna end for real. Okay, we're trying to end. Listen, Esther in the building, Esther Esther said, I needed this tonight. Yeah, and Tay said, Y'all definitely at the second hour mark. You didn't even have to go there, Tay. You didn't. You didn't. So Esther said the spirit was flowing. Tay said it's about the souls. Lisa said it's going to take me some time to come down off of this one. Ah, uh, Esther said, I love this message. Uh, pastor prophet is Janelle bird. She said, yes, Lord Jesus. And she tagged so many people. Come on. Yes. Come see a man. Shantae said, hallelujah. Yes. Come on. Shantae, woman of God. I ain't going to even go there with you. But let me tell you something to Shantae. You have a bondage, breaking anointing. And the enemy plan is to distract you what God is doing. God is saying, rise up, woman of God. I put a weapon in your mouth. Folks don't like you because who you are in me. He said, let me tell you about the word of God. He said, you persecute for my sake. You don't supposed to be like folks don't like me. You see it. They don't like me, but they sneak and watch me. But you know what God said? Don't even worry about that. They actually, let me tell you something about folks. They pretend they don't like you. But in the midnight hour, they call and asking you about who is this God you serve. Folks will pretend they will never like a message. They will never try to like whatever you say and do on social media. They will never chat in the messages, but they watching you. They watching you. You have secret admirers. And let me tell you something when you begin to speak what thus said the Lord, chains will be broken. Don't be scared of their faces. Come out the cave, Elijah. God is ready for you to destroy the enemy's camp. That Jezebel that's coming against you in the spirit, man or female, because it's a spirit. God is saying, I'm raising you up for such an hour.
3: Come on, Jesus.
0: Your labor is not in vain. I'm talking to a few on tonight. God is saying, Your labor is not in vain. Continue to do the work of God. I don't care if they never like you. I don't care if you have six views. I don't care if you have four views. I don't care if only one person like it and that's your husband or your cousin or your brother and sister. God is saying they see it.
3: Amen. And they never have
0: to give you the props. I have folks that literally don't even say nothing to me but doing the same thing I'm doing. Jesus. And and, and somebody had to tell me, you know what? Don't worry about that because you're a trailblazer. Mm. Come on. Don't worry about who steal from you and never give you never say, yeah, I got this from so and so. You don't have to worry about that. And I really don't because I don't care. <laughs> I am not the person that see how many people, ooh, how many people watch, how many people. I don't care. I'm doing this because God called me to it. And when we begin to do things, when God call us to it, we won't worry about folks and people in the numbers
4: because, mm-hmm. you know, we don't
0: supposed to be popular. We don't supposed to be a part of the number. I'm scared of people. That's too popular now. I'm scared Jesus. because it's something that you saying that they like and it's tickling in their ears. And if mm-hmm. there's not a change, something is wrong. But mm-hmm. when you persecute me, when you lie on me, when you steal from me, when you down me, when you try to block me, when you tell people don't listen to me, when you tell people that she ain't right, when you tell people that that's good for me because I'm persecuted for righteous sake. And God said I'm blessed because of that. On, that's word. That's Bible. I didn't make it up. When you persecute me and lie on me and talk about me, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Because that means my words you. is my, my words are rewarded in heaven. That mm-hmm. means that my reward is in heaven. I count it all joy. Now let us go. I I'm not. Y'all stop. Yes. No more. Let the word do the work. If I may. Yes.
3: As you pray for Haiti, God gave me two scriptures. James 4.10. Mm-hmm. It says, humble yourselves before oh. the Lord, and he will he will lift you up. Mm. And then 2 Chronicles 7.14 says this. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face Mm. and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and heal their land. So as you pray for Haiti, those two scriptures, because I truly believe that Haiti is Israel, modern day Israel. The story is so similar. And even this president's uh, death, as tragic as it may be, I know the God that we serve. I know there's a faithful few. There's a remnant in the land in Haiti praying, crying out to God for justice, crying out to God for a change and deliverance, and so I just ask you all—you know, whether you're Haitian or not—stand yes. you know, with Haiti, pray for Haiti. There yes. has to be a change because, just as other people were sharing, it's because of Haiti. The United States has Louisiana. It's because of Haiti that Chicago is named what it's named because a Haitian man named it. It's because of a Haitian Come descendant. On. The the, the national black anthem. His grand his grandmother, our grandfather was Haitian. Wow. When we look at the other islands that gained their independence afterwards, it's because of Haiti. Either That's Haiti gave the courage, the strength, the strategy, or even trained their soldiers to fight. And so we got to get to we a place. we definitely want to lift like them up. And- for us as people of color to know our own yes, history. our own history. Let your kids go to school and expect the teachers to teach them mm. or expect the school mm. system because they're not going to teach them. They're not going to oh, give no. you the narrative. Oh, no. We got to be like the Hebrews, the Jewish people. They have their Hebrew school. They teach their children from Come a on. child, from infantile. So who They really are. They're not going to wait for another man, another culture, Come another ethnic group to teach them. We got to go back them. and push where do we come from as people of, hate, of African mm. diaspora? All of us are from Africa. What is it about us? Go back and know your history. I stand tall mm. and strong because I not only understand of being Haitian, but I understand the legacy that my the family The legacy, has come on. I know why I'm a prophet it runs in my mother it runs on both sides of my family but it's very prominent on my mom's side because mm. they have a their intercessors their prayer warriors there's their spiritual warfare ministers on my dad's side they mm. are they are they are a minister of the gospel they preach they, they teach preach. come on They're leaders and that's so when good. you know your family history and that's why we got to go if your grandparent is still alive your great-grandparent ask them about ask their them life, about who it you are mm. because now I've had that time to really spend with my family i know why Fayola is the way she is and i understand my warfare because it comes from my lineage and i can't be in a pity party and take it personal and so i just want to encourage us as people of color know your history it's not just going to ancestry oh mm. i'm this i'm this and this go and try to find it go and try to get the research african culture is very all so unfortunately there's not a lot of things written down but whoever is the oldest in your bloodline have a conversation with them. Yeah. Yeah, Not and know how where are you
0: from. You. you know, they got the. Um, I did it. I did the heritage one. You know, to understand. You know, my DNA, my bloodline. I did. Mm. You know, um, another one. I began to know all this stuff I got in me from Puerto Rican to African descent, Nigeria. Asian uh, my dad's side European you know I began to understand yeah we mix with so many things you know and so I think that you should know okay where am I from and study that you know because you'll begin to see some things in your bloodline and you'll know what to pray for because let me tell you something a lot of us got different, different things that's in our bloodline, witchcraft and voodoo folks from our past. We got to cancel that generational curse about our life. You begin to understand why you see or talk and do things different. Because let me tell you something, that enemy was coming from our bloodline way before. And so now I knew what to pray for with my kids. I knew what to pray for out of mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? And my husband, he took it, too. Mm-hmm. And so I love this, though. Um, I Listen, we got to end. We can go all day. We definitely need to pray for Haiti. Pray for baby Zion. One other person that I did not. I just and I'm just going to say it. I'm not going to go into it. But this touch home um, with me and God it showed me some things pertaining to this family. So this is why I want to um, want you guys to pray for Frankie. This is Keisha Cole's mother. As you can see, that's her daughter, Nephi. And this is one of her mothers that is, a, I mean, excuse me, one of her sisters that's a pastor. And God mm. had gave me this in a dream concerning her sister that's a pastor and concerning Frankie. I can't talk about the dream because God did not release me to do it. But I did send a dream to the family that I had on December the 13th, 2019. And she mm. just passed away, um, I think, two weeks ago or one week ago. And this hit me hard because her story is like my mother's story. You guys can watch my mother's story. She told her testimony live on here for the first time about her drug addiction for 30 years. So this story hit me different because when I first my mom first came to live with me to try to get off drugs um, back in 2005 um, or six. I end up showing her um, Frankie's uh, reality show with her daughter and my mom cried the whole time. So she identified mm-hmm. with Frankie. I identified with Keisha Cole and her sisters. My sister identified with her sisters. And so this story hit me. So pray for Frankie Lyons, Lyons and her family, Keisha Cole, nephew She had about seven kids. Um, they all ended up going separate ways because they was taken from her. And so she have this It's a story that I, I could, I was so down when I heard that she passed, especially what the Lord showed me, um, uh, December the 13th, 2019. So definitely be praying for the family. Um, pray, just pray that her kids, their mind, mm-hmm. that the enemy won't attack their mind and I know two of her kids I've been burdened for that the enemy won't try to take them out of here. So we canceled the plan of Amen. Satan over their Amen. lives. They shall live and shall not die, and they will proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. Especially this auntie that's a pastor. She know God, and so I'm praying for her mm-hmm. and her strength to be able to pull the family in. And so, Amen. y'all, thank you. Yes, my mom. Yes, it's season two, all in the family. Evonne's testimony. Thank you, Tay. Um, so yeah, you can go see my mom's testimony, guys. It's a powerful testimony and they had a lot in common. And so, uh, pray for the family. Thank you guys for joining. Dr. Fiola, Nita. Woo! I could not have done this show without you two. It was meant for you two to be on this show tonight. Another level. Thank you. Y'all are so powerful y'all are so amazing god really used you dr Fiola. listen don't you come on here kicking like that that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying i, I was i was holding myself you like, nah you don't know. hold yourself don't do that i want you to cry loud and spur. not nah, that's what that what was needed i i should have just shut up because that was enough i mean then we went into going two hours and 15 minutes this is a mess but <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining the spoken truth dr fiola we will see you again i ain't worried about it so get ready sis okay get ready nita you already know
3: and Juanita, i look forward to connecting with you offline and all the great stuff you're doing because we need we need to get our children while they're young
0: come on why they're young baby because the enemy show trying to get them while they're young so thank you ladies listen the spoken truth um all of us All of our friends, all of our friends, pray, pray, pray. All of us need to be praying for the kids. We need to be praying for our Haitian president, the Haitians. We need to be praying for Dr. Fiola. We need to be praying for their families. We need to pray, pray, pray. Please be praying. Oh, my gosh. Pray that this bar will be shut down. Okay? Shut down down it's not the first time uh boar come and christians flood to it too it ain't just the sinners up in there it just ain't the people that don't know god it ain't just the heathens it ain't just listen it, it it's some of y'all going up in those boys? so we need to pray that God shut it down because it's make a mockery of him and it's making a mockery of his word listen guys next week we have Millennials speak okay with the Tavia her and Chris Robinson is in the building and they coming okay they got a surprise for you they got a few they got a few topics going on but they're gonna bring their family in this so this is gonna be so powerful check us out with Millennials speak those millennials have a lot to say and listen don't forget Go to the spoken truth apparel. Dot com and purchase you some t-shirts. Y'all playing. What is, come on? All of y'all supposed to be in the spoken truth tonight with me, sporting the spoken truth apparel. Okay. I know I got some friends right now that's watching it. Esther is in the building, our super friend, and she said she wearing her rocking with Jesus right now while she watching the show. So go ahead and purchase your gear. Thank you, Esther. Like she said, I'm wearing when I own the spoken truth, I'm wearing the spoken truth. So, guys, go ahead and purchase our we got. Uh, don't stress god's got it we have um let's see i'm ugly without jesus because y'all know we ugly without jesus okay y'all already told y'all my testimony okay i am a peter in the spirit so therefore i need jesus so go ahead and rock the shirts rocking with jesus we have spoke true talk shows we have even kids shirts okay you need your kids protected we just talked about the kids we have scriptures all over the shirt hidden in blocks okay and so it was a bright idea Nita's idea to add the blocks and things of that nature on there so go show shop at thespokentrewapparel.com. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. See y'all next week at the Millennial Speak. I'm going to be watching with my shirt on. And so what, hey, listen, 7 p.m. Mountain, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern. See y'all next week. Bye.